Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to discuss how to maximize output by using three ratios to help us understand our production revenue. Welcome, Carly. Thank you, Miles. Ratios. Are we talking math? We're talking arithmetic. 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 Okay. Arithmetic. All right, lay it on me. Okay, so everyone here, even in the worldwide audience, will agree that our machining shops sell much more than just time on our machines. The fact of the matter is, if our machines aren't running... We got nothing to sell. That's true. And it's that product that we exchange for money that is the basis of our ongoing sustainability as a business. So if we're disappointed with the revenue we're currently collecting with the investments we already have, I have three different ways of looking at our operation to see where we might want to target our attention. Okay, so do you need to look at all three, or one will do it, or how does this work? Well, as we explore these, we may see that there's a way to skip the line, like Disney with the magic bracelet, right? <laughs> the fast pass. Right, so uh, if, if our revenue is, is really low, uh, we may want to look at our ratio, which I call the performance ratio, Okay. which is the actual output to theoretical output. And this ratio is, is pretty important to understand if you produce multiple types of products on a single machine. So I had a coil-to-bar line at my plant in Cartersville, Georgia, and it made product from 3 sixteenths of an inch all the way up to an inch and, wow. uh, and an eighth. Well, if... if the feet per minute is the same, right? The feet, it can only do so many feet per minute. Right. But I'm putting an inch and a sixteenth material through, so I'm getting, you know, pounds per second, as opposed to this three sixteenth spaghetti, which is maybe some pounds per minute. I, I could be full on three sixteenth, and I'd never get the tonnage I So this performance ratio, you, you've got the actual output, and the theoretical output, and it makes a difference in the tonnage, in, the, in your example there. Right. So theoretical output is par. Right. Okay. Oh, he's talking golf. You're talking my language. <laughs> yeah. I'm such an expert, right? <laughs> Beware, listeners, when Miles uses sports. <laughs> he's reaching. So the actual output, that's what you achieve. Right. So in our case, we want our actual output to exceed par, as opposed to golf. <laughs> so is it about expectations, the theoretical it's output? It's capacity. It's capacity. It's capacity. Okay. Okay. It's capacity. So when I did my contract review and I developed a quoted price for my customer and I said, you know, we're going to make 400 of these an hour, and my machine is capable of making... 450 an hour, so I'm well within capacity, but I'm only making 200 an hour. 
something's going wrong. And the accountants are angry. (laughs) 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 And the bank covenants might be heating up. So this is about sales dollars. It's, it's, It's about producing that which we exchange for sales dollars. So this is where money, so this is where money, you know, we convert time in our shop into mm-hmm. money. This is where, and so the first thing is, what's par? Par is 400 parts an hour. What's my actual? 200 parts an hour. You know what? I'm not, I'm only half as productive as I expect it to be. I can't possibly make money at this. So if I got low revenue, I want to see as, well, what am I quoting? You know, what was my par, right? What was my theoretical output? What did I expect? Yeah. What did I get? If there's a delta there, go to Gemba. <laughs> <laughs> go to Gemba. That's where you want to be. So this is an actual equation. This is the performance, what, divided yeah. by theoretical. the theoretical. Right. And then you get the, right. the ratio or the percentage. Right. Okay. If it's over 100%, there's incentive payments. Ta-da. If it's under 100%, Okay, how much under? You know, do I expect to be 95%, 90%? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. But if I'm like below 80%, somebody, something's wrong. Maybe I need to change my standards in engineering. Maybe we need to find out that maintenance said, you know what, we're trying to nurse this along because we can't get the clutches for another three weeks. Whatever, at least you understand why you're not getting what you expected. So this could even be, uh, we were talking at a, on a previous podcast about surprises. So if you have unexpected tool changes that aren't part of the estimate, now you're right. slowing down I only your production. Expected, for this run, I only expected to need three drills. I've got five and I need two more before I can get done. Okay? Yeah. My, my actual output is not going to meet my theoretical output because I spent a lot of time breaking drills <laughs> and dealing with consequences. All right, so that's the performance ratio. What's the other ratio? What's our second ratio? So that's the availability ratio, and that's the amount of running time that you get, and that's compared to the time you scheduled it. So remember when we were at IMTS and we went into that entire hall that I called the software and quality hall? Yes. And how many, how many how many exhibits there were for people that could show you that their machines, your machines were running. They were powered up. They had dashboards. They had indicators. They had lights. They had, I mean, if you you were still old enough, if you know what a pager is, these people could even hit your pager probably by the internet, but they'd get your pager somehow. I mean, they were all about knowing your machine is up and running. Right. Right. Yes. Right. So we schedule it for eight hours. But it only runs for six. Well, how many does it run, right? Ah. So so I've got a crew meeting in the morning. <laughs> I've, got, I've got lunch break. Yeah. I've got smokers or non-smokers. I've got coffee break. Is somebody watching that machine while I go get the next thing I need to do is someone watching that machine is it operating while I take my part over to quality for first piece inspection am I running during first piece inspection so I've scheduled eight hours how many hours am I actually getting actually running okay so 
So here's, here's the thing, and I'm a steel mill guy. I'm not a precision machinist. Precision machinists are like jewelers. I'm a steel mill guy. Give me a hammer, give me a torch, <laughs> give me a bar, okay? Mm -hmm. Here's a rule that I learned in steel production. Yeah. I never want to see a millwright or a motor inspector having lunch with a machine operator. Because then nothing's getting done. If the operator isn't on the machine, I want those maintenance people on the machine doing the preventive maintenance so when the operator comes back, it goes. That makes sense. Right? Right. So, I mean, efficiency. there's a time for everything. Right. Don't waste time, you know. If I've got this time scheduled, what is my percentage of the time that I scheduled actually running and making parts? Okay. Okay. I can only sell production. We talk about time on our machines is what we sell, but production is what we're actually selling. We get money in exchange for parts produced. Okay. So that that's the same kind of math. It's the availability. It's dividing the minutes of running time by the minutes that were scheduled. Bingo. And that gives you your ratio. Bingo. Ha ha. Arithmetic. Arithmetic. <laughs> All right, what's the third ratio? So uh, just one, one, one minor point. If you multiply that ratio by 100, it's your percentage. Oh, that's true. And now if your revenue is off by 10%, you see your availability time is off by 10%. Hello. Voila. It's easy to play the, the magic epiphany. game. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Okay. So what's the next ratio? Last ratio is the quality ratio, and that is conforming parts produced to the total parts produced. Oh, so that's the amount of parts you can actually sell out of the amount of parts right. you made. So another way of looking at that, if you're a quality wonk, as I once was in a prior life, is called first, first pass quality yield. Say that again? First pass quality quality yield. Okay. Okay, so my first I first run, I made 100 parts, all 100 passed, my yield's 100%, life is good. I'm an ordinary supplier. You're ordinary. 100% <laughs> on time and zero defects, right? Uh-huh. Okay, except it's not that easy. There are setup parts. The first part cut out of a bar has a different end. It may not be flat because the high part of the bar may hit the stop but I need it to be flat. So I have to at least take the first piece off every bar right. on a multi-spindle. So I've lost six, okay? Uh, who cares if I'm getting 40 or 70 or 200 out of a 12-foot bar? Right. But, but what if I'm only getting six? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Now your yield loss is significant. Right. So th these parts have to conform to the customer's requirements. There's a lot of ways to not conform. There could be a chamfer, there could be a burr, there could be the absence of a hole because the drill broke and we didn't have a detector in to stop the machine when the drill broke and it just pushed and now I've got all these funny looking parts or a wreck. And now I'm looking at availability and theoretical <laughs> ratios not, not, not being there, right? So, right? so the quality ratio is the ratio of the conforming parts. That's the parts that get the green tag at quality and, and go on to the customer, uh, divided by the total parts produced. And this, this is really important nowadays, Carly, because materials are so hard to get. 
Yeah. They're late. There's supply chain issues. And so nobody's saying, well, I'll throw in an extra 50 pounds because, you know, there Just could be yield case. loss, right? Yeah. No, we can get 17 bars. We're getting 17 bars. We need to make every piece count. That makes sense. We need sense. to make every piece count. So, so the bottom line is there's a lot of ways to not make money in our business. <laughs> but there's ways to fix it. There are ways to fix it. And the ways to know which part of the garden to go tend is to look at these ratios. Is it this quality ratio is low? I mean, if you're not at 99% quality ratio, you really, you know. You're losing money. You are. So, I mean, 99 seems like a, a you know, an exaggeration, but literally you're going to account for your normal yield loss. So once you've accounted for your normal yield loss, if you're losing 5%, that's 5%. Yeah, that's, that's that, significant. That's, that's, you know, that's, <laughs> that's money. So the quality ratio is, is absolutely, uh, that's the showstopper in, in my book because even if you made 100, if you got all the theoretical time, you got the actual output, you got the running time, the schedule time, great, but you can't sell any of them because the quality You got stuff. a bunch of parts you can't even ship. Right. So so I kind of work backwards. What's my quality yield first, right? If my quality yield's great, then I know I've got other issues. Maybe my coffee's too good. <laughs> maybe my <laughs> coffee's not good. You know, what? whatever. Bad coffee, yeah. shorter breaks. Yeah, maybe I got a poker game going between the maintenance and the operators. And, you know, so, so I mean, it's three ratios. Performance ratio, your actual output to what your equipment's capable of, theoretically. Are you scheduling? Is it on the right machine? This, this isn't blaming the people in the shop. If right. you put it on the wrong machine just because it was open... Then understand that, but understand there's a cost, right? Right. So actual output to theoretical output, running time to schedule time. This is on us as managers. You know, I've given them eight hours. I've given them 10 hours. I've given them, I'm giving them 11 or 12 because you know what? Our customers are high demand and high urgency. So we've got the time. Why aren't we running? Got to be running. Let's investigate it and... If we're running, by golly, those parts ought to conform. Got to have parts you can sell in the yep. end. So it's it's not like we're trying to radio direction fine. <laughs> we need more revenue. Let's look at quality first. Let's look at you know how much of our time that we're scheduling are we using, and then are we on the right machines? Are we getting the the output we expect theoretically? Well, I think this is incredible because if you you are losing revenue now, you've given our listeners a, a way to try and pinpoint the problem instead of wasting their time elsewhere. Right, right, and then or and, with and, the blame game, or well, or even saying going to their customer, throwing their hands up and saying, "Hey, I need I need a price increase. I can get a hundred percent on time and zero <laughs> defects from my ordinary <laughs> suppliers. You are below ordinary. Goodbye, Mister Supplier. Goodbye. That's the thing. We need to address it in our shops. That wraps up today's podcast on how to maximize output using three ratios in your production process. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org, where you can also search for articles, webinars, more podcasts, and other resources. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast because you don't want to miss one. 
If you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, shame on you. Actually, <laughs> just I feel sorry because we have so much on PMPA.org on offer. We've got knowledge centers. We've got more content like this. It's At resources, 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 plus the listservs yeah. and the meetings and the mastery program. Maybe You're right, should, I kind of feel sorry for them too. Maybe there should be an ETF for resources and it would be the PMPA <laughs> ETF. At any rate, that's a great reason to investigate PMPA membership. So why is a PMPA membership important, Carly? Because, because we, we are, are better, better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles.